Hello everyone, Matthew Simmons here. Welcome back to the podcast. Sorry it's been a minute since I posted an episode. My bad, but you know, life's kind of happened here. So that happens from time to time, but I want to get back into a flow of things here. So we got another good Sunday sermon for you. I want to talk to you about it's not good for man to be alone. So the scripture reference that I want to jump into is Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 through 25. And this has always been a passage of scripture that has been talked about in the context of marriage or being married and that's good it isn't you know it's not good for man to be alone but I do really want to pull in a principle even though it is accurate it's not good for man to be alone in that setting Um, uh, I really want to get to the different angle of what that scripture can mean and it does pertain to more of a community focused approach or being around people, being around people that can hold you accountable because as a leader, you definitely need that. As a person, you need it. We're social beings. We look at social media and a lot of times social media has us in the perspective of we compare ourselves to other people. And if you look around today, and even I can be guilty of this, we go to our phones before we even go to a person and talk. We pick up the phone and text them. We don't call them. We don't talk to people in public. We just text them or we just Facebook them or Instagram them or send them a snapchat or whatever you know but we don't actually talk to them and we're awkward when we do and we have a lot of people that whenever they walk around in public and they see someone that's walking up to them they just immediately go on their phone and that's because they don't know how to communicate anymore they don't there's no social social socialization skills anymore so to speak people don't know how to socialize they don't know how to communicate or talk to people so in a way social media has stunted our growth but in another way it, has, it continues to show us that we really desire to be social people, social creatures, social beings. And that's because God made us that way. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, I want to start in verse 18. We go to the Garden of Eden. He's made Adam. Adam is in the garden with a lot of all the different animals that were created. And, and God looks down and said, The Lord God said it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God... It formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was his name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man. And I don't want to, this isn't to be, I want to actually skip back to verse 15. I know if you're following along, just, just listen and then go back and re-listen to the episode and then, you know, take deeper note of the scriptures. Verse 15 says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Then it does say, the Lord God said it is not good for the man to be alone. I'll make a helper suitable for him. So I wanted, I kind of jumped around in that verse, uh, that chapter in those verses to kind of, because I have a, I have a point I want, some points I want to make. So number one, it's not good for man to be alone because we need to have accountability. We need to be accountable when we're a leader. We need to make sure that we're not just so autonomous that we have no checks and balances there to make sure that you know we're doing the right thing for the right reasons 100% of the time you know when he was in the garden he could have done whatever he wanted basically um, 
but he couldn't completely because God was watching. But even from a standpoint of him being there, he had no one to bounce ideas off of. He had no one to uh, to to consult with and say, "Is this the decision I should make? Is this is this how I should manage this resource?" So when you isolate yourself as a person, not even as a leader. You set yourself up to fail because what you're now doing is you're now saying, hey, you know what? I'm now in a position to where I have no ability to run ideas past someone else because that's what happens when you isolate yourself. You, you make yourself un, uh, unteachable, really, un, un, unapproachable. But when you have people around you and you're not alone in a decision... You can make a, you, and you have wise counsel around you. That's the topic for another uh, another sermon. There is safety in a multitude of counsel. We'll get to that later on. But my point is, is this. When you enter into just any form of occupation, you're going to have decisions. Or this is just life in general. You're going to have to have decisions that require more than one person advising you. You know, you can't be your own counselor because you don't, there's a lot that you don't know or see. So even individual athletes have coaches, even entertainers that are, you know, known as, the, you know, kind of a standalone singer or, you know, whatever. They have voice coaches and they have acting coaches. So no one's that is a success is in this alone on their own. But a lot of people just want to go it alone because they feel like they know best because they don't want to hear someone else's opinion. If Adam did that, he could have totally missed uh, the help that was needed, that he needed. And then if you go uh, further on in the the chapter, you start seeing how the helpmate was suitable for him because the second thing that comes when you're no longer alone, when when you have, number one, a helper, it could be in this case a spouse, but a people around you, what you have is you have a support network. So number one, you have accountability, but number two, you have support network. And the, this is where you actually have, you're, you're accountable and say, hey, you know what, this is why I need help in, I'm not, I'm, I need advice here. But then number, the number two area is you have a support network that says, all right, now how can I actually help you get it done? See, you can't lone ranger your way through life. And this is something that a lot of this generation in particular does uh, this you know Gen Z millennials we, we love to just oh I'm gonna live my best life and I'm gonna do it by myself with no one around me and that is a horrible existence because what you think you're doing is the exact opposite of what you're doing you think you're living this incredible life that doesn't need anyone there to tell you what to do but in reality what you're doing is you're enjoying all these great accomplishments you're traveling the world you're living your best life and I'm not saying it's not good to to have freedom and to go take advantage of the season of being single that you're in or whatever. I'm not saying not to do that, but what you're what you're then doing is is you're then putting yourself in a position to in, to enjoy things but enjoy them alone. Or you're trying to build something of significance but you're doing it alone. So you're never going to make it because you're alone. So a support uh, to have a community of people around you, a team of people, uh, you will be able to go into each project or assignment or just go in life and say, hey, I want to get this done. And you got people that are here to help you. I have a team I have a team of people that when I run an idea by, I say, hey, I want to do this ministry event. I want to do this business event. I want to do this, you know, get this going. I have people that say, all right, how can I help you? What, what strengths can I use? And it helps me out a lot because 
I'm always lacking in certain areas and they're always fulfilling in those areas and vice versa. That's what makes this beautiful. I'm not going this alone. And I have counsel that I can go to say, how should I do this? How should I do this? See, that's the beautiful thing. So number one, I'm accountable to keep me checked. It's where I'm not, you know, just becoming like this dictator leader that just, you know, just ransacks everybody. But I'm also not in this alone. I have a team of people that helps and they actually help with the fulfillment of it and actually get, they actually come into alignment with what I'm doing. So those are the first two things. Now, the third thing that this is going to be something that I, I always have to tie in spiritually. The third thing that happens when you are when you are surrounded by people is you're submitted to authority. Now you might say, well, why is that? How is that spiritual? Well, because it's it's humility. You want to be submitted to authority because if you're you're submitting yourself to people around you to talk, to, and I'm not just talking to anybody. I mean, you don't want to just pick any Tom, Dick, and Harry off the street and say, hey, help me out, because they might not care about you, or they might not know or care in general. But you want to pick trusted people who, who've been proven to know what, what they're talking about and who actually have your best interests in mind and who actually have done what you're wanting to do. So what you want to do is you want to have, you want to be submitted to authority because when you have authority, when you're submitted to authority, you're then able to have authority given to you and through you because you've been submitted. That's how it works. People who submit to authority above them have are always going to have authority given to them by those who are above them. So as you know, if, if you're in the chain of command, you're and you're building the the, the vision of, of the person in front of you, you 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 will be putting yourself in position for someone to then give you the ability to build your vision. And they'll give you the ability to say, hey, you know what, you know, you, they, people will value, people in leadership will value you submitting to authority. So that's one thing you want to do, but you can't do that if you're isolated. Because people who are isolated, not only do they not communicate with others around them, but they don't communicate with anyone above them in, you know, either in a professional chart or in, in a spiritual progression or in anything. They just don't communicate with anybody. They're not accountable to peers. They're not accountable to... to Men and women who have gone before them, who actually have done what this they want to do, they're not accountable. So since they're not accountable, they're not going to be able to in any way benefit from being counseled and from counseling. So if you're not around people, you're going to be isolated, you're going to be rebellious, you're going to be full of pride because you're always going to be thinking that you can do it on your own. And that's a very arrogant, haughty, stupid thought. Just to be frank about it, that's really dumb because no one can do all this by themselves. But, but you know, you're, when you're accountable and when you have a support system and when, you, when you're submitted to authority, when you have all that happening, you're going to notice that you're not going to be as lonely anymore. You're going to notice you're not going to be as stress out anymore. Now, I'm not saying life's not going to happen, but I am saying you're going to have, when things happen, you're going to have multitudes of people around you that are going to care for you. And you're going to have a, an even smaller circle that's going to be advisors and counselors and mentors, but that are going to really give you the nitty gritty of, let's, this is what we need to do. And it's very fun and freeing to be in that environment, to have that kind of counsel that's saying, hey, you know what, let's get this, this, and this done, and let's draw this up. Because when you actually do have that, when you do have that, you're going to, you know, go back to the people who are looking to you as a leader and say, you know what, 
I can understand where they're coming from because they do it themselves. You ultimately practice what you preach. And so if you model it in front of your people, they'll follow you even more. So that's the, the sermon for today. I know it's pretty quick, but I wanted to give you something really quick to listen to. Keep coming back. We're going to have some more great guests coming up, coming on the podcast. So again, you know, continue to follow us on all the platforms on podcasting. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to highlight the top three now. We've got Spotify, Google, and Anchor. But you also know we got Stitcher, Breaker, and Radio Public. So if you want to share any of those links, just make sure you just share those. And we want you to continue to follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Stylish Leadership. So again, and reach out to me because we got some great events coming up. We're doing, we want to get a lot of big events coming up to where you can be a part of it. But you got to reach out on social media. Uh, message me because we're going to have... A lot of good big things happening, but I need you to, to be reaching out to me to say, hey, I want to come because if, if you don't reach out, I'm not going to know uh, that you want to come. So uh, that's it for this episode. We're going to catch you in the next one. On your time, my friends, you're fearfully, wonderfully made. Peace and God bless.